Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. Hey, folks, it's Mark Aram. I hope you're enjoying the Mark Aram Show podcast. A reminder, you can hear this very radio show live Monday through Friday. We're live 6 to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. Tonight's show overstuffed like a chorizo. Like a chorizo. What's a chorizo, Longoria? Translate for the gringos. A big fat sausage is what the Mark Aram Show is tonight. Uh, we are awaiting uh, the presidential press conference with the Coronavirus uh, Task Force. That is now scheduled for 6.30. We will air that here live on WSB. A lot to get you caught up with coronavirus. You heard the Dow bad news. Wes Moss will join us. Johnny Kilboss will join us with a fast food review. But just to get your mind off coronavirus and the Dow and all the sad, sad, tragic stuff out there, let's kick things off uh, this Monday like we always do with a little thing that Deb Green has called Millennial Match Game. Let's play Millennial Match Game. Joining us live in studio, a first-time Millennial contestant. She's been a uh, visitor here before. Uh, her name is Chandler. Chandler, welcome back to the show. How are you, my friend? All right, you got to get really, yeah, pretend that is uh, your boyfriend Zach's oh. <laughs> uh, microphone. Heard, and get heard. really, really close <laughs> to it. Uh, Chandler, tell the folks a little bit about yourself. Absolutely. So my name is Chandler Smith. I live in Stone Mountain. I go to Georgia Gwinnett College. I'm an English writing and rhetoric major. And Ooh. I'm here because my boyfriend Zach does traffic for WSB and also does promotion. Yeah, Zach Grizzle. Uh, do you mind me asking how old you are just so we know? How- yeah, I'm 23. 23. So on the younger end of the millennial uh Match game scheme. And what was your major? I never heard such a major. Uh, English, writing, and rhetoric. So, you know, there's like the literature side of English and then the writing side. So I'm more on the writing side. Excellent. All right. I like that. It it will prepare you to do absolutely nothing in life, but I love that. No, (laughs) so I I was actually a theater major for two years, and then I switched to English because I was like, well, you can't have a career in theater, so I'll just get paid to do English. Well, if you're a theater major, (laughs) I'm going to assume you've seen some TV shows in your life just just to look at the craft. So today's match game uh, category are TV catchphrases. TV catchphrases. So think about that for a second. Let's meet our contestants on the phone. We'll start with Chris in Bethlehem. Chris, welcome to the show. Tell the folks a little bit about yourself. Hey, Mark. Thanks for having me. Uh, My name's Chris. I uh, live in Bethlehem. I'm 43 years old, and I work in the fire sprinkler business. The fire sprinkler business. And you were an English rhetoric major, of course, back at UGA and... 1998, yeah. of course. Uh, you're going to thank you for playing, Chris. Tim is in Ackworth. Tim, tell the uh, listeners a little bit about yourself. Yeah, I'm 44 years old, happily married, uh, drive a truck for a living, and just looking forward to playing. Do you, drive, do you uh, deliver fun stuff? What kind of truck driving do you do? I deliver food. Oh, that, that's fun. Oh, ice cream. Nice. Uh, 1601 West Peachtree Street. Mark Aram show, care of Mark Aram. Uh, all right, so here's the the Millennial Match Game uh, category today is, guys, TV catchphrases. So I'm going to play a famous TV catchphrase, and you guys don't need to know what show or what character it's from. You just have to guess whether 23-year-old Millennial Chandler will know. So, for example, we'll play an example here. First, Longoria, uh, Millennial Match Game, as always, by the way, brought to you by Rocco's European Garage. 
Uh, here's the example. Do you think Chandler would know this famous TV show catchphrase? That's what she said. That's what she said. We'll start with you, uh, Chris. Do you think uh, Chandler would know that one? No. no. What do you think, Tim? Honestly, I think she might. All right. Chandler, uh, Chandler you know, this doesn't count, but would, would you know what TV show that yeah, is? Yeah, I'm a millennial. I've definitely seen The Office. The Office <laughs> is right. Zach Grizzle, if you whisper in here one more time, I'm putting you out in the newsroom. <laughs> I'm just saying, no cheating on Millennial Match Game. This is not uh, an election. This is not being rigged by the Russians. We play this on the up and up. All right, here we go. Uh, you'll start us off, Chris. Uh, will Millennial right. Chandler know a TV show had this famous catchphrase? Will you stifle yourself? I'll play it one more time. Will you stifle yourself? Will you stifle yourself? What do you think? Will Millennial Chandler, 23 years young, know what TV show that catchphrase is from? Uh, no, I think that's... I remember the show, I think, but I don't... I think it's built before her time. I agree. When in doubt, the Millennial doesn't know. Uh, Millennial Chandler, what TV show is that? Ooh, you know, I have no idea, so I think I'm just going to guess Friends. Friends? I'm the only person that's never it's seen about Friends. 25 years before Friends. <laughs> Will you stifle yourself? That was Archie Bunker in All in the Family. Uh, All in okay. the Family. All right, Chris gets the point. One in doubt the millennial doesn't know. All right, Tim, here you go. Millennial Match Game TV catchphrases. Will Millennial Chandler know what TV catchphrase this is from? Afternoon, everybody. No! One more time. Afternoon, everybody. No! Afternoon, everybody. Norm! What do you think, Tim? Will Millennial Chandler know what TV show that is from? Oh, I want to say no, but maybe no. no yeah, stick with no. your first guns. No. You want to hear it one more time, Chandler? Yes, please. All right, here we go. Afternoon, everybody. No! I'll give you a hint. The last show was a 70s show. This is an 80s show. Okay. Uh, I wish that was helpful. <laughs> um, you know... Oh, dang it. Friends was the 90s. I friends can't, was, say, friends you can't again. say Friends again. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to think of any 80s shows that I know. Uh, we'll just. It was set say, in a bar. Set in a bar in yeah. the 80s. A bar in the 80s. You know. Uh, Afternoon, everybody. Just, just for fun, we're going to say Friends again. Friends again. <laughs> it had a character named Norm. I'll play it one more time. Norm! <laughs> That was uh, that was Cheers. Have you ever heard of Cheers? No, never. Really? Oh, man. Zach. Oh, yeah. I've talked to you uh, about Cheers before. <laughs> that's Ted Danson from The Good Place, you got your it. other favorite show. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, no. Ted Danson was the bartender in Cheers. All right, after one round of Millennial Match Game, uh, brought to you by Rocco's European Garage, what's the score, Deb Green? All tied up at one apiece. All right, Millennial Match Game round two. Uh, Chris <laughs> is up. We're all tied up one to one. Uh, let's see. Here we go. Will Millennial Chandler know what TV show fa uh, featured this famous catchphrase? Did I do that? One more time. Did I do that? What do you think, Chris? Oh, that was pretty popular. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes, too, because I think this is on Nick at Night, Nickelodeon, which is where Chandler might have seen it. Chandler, what a TV show featured that catchphrase? Or the oh, character that said it? Did God. I do that? Steve Urkel, right? It is Steve yes, Urkel. Okay, cool. is that, that counts, yeah. What's the name of the show? Family Matters okay, is the name okay. of the show. All right, Tim, going against the grain. That was Chris. Chris. Oh, Chris going against the grain gets the point. Now it's Tim's turn. Here we go, Tim. Uh, millennial Match Game TV catchphrases. Will Millennial Chandler know what TV show this is from? Have mercy. One more time. Have mercy. Have mercy. What do you think? 
I'm going to say no. You say no. Chandler, you want to hear one more time? Yes, please. You have a little uh, bewildered look on your face right now. Have mercy. Have mercy. I feel like I recognize the voice. Yeah, Um, it's a very very handsome dude saying have mercy. Um, Deb Green had a crush on her from the ages of 12 to 17. On her? On him, sorry, on him. My bad. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Uh, Can I hear it one more time, Mark? Absolutely. Have mercy. Have mercy. By the way, Tim, you said no, right? Yeah, that's a good guess, I think, right now. You know what? Uh, We're going to go, you know, when in doubt, let's just go friends again. It is not friends. (laughs) Uh, That is Full House, Uncle Jesse. I am so disappointed. Uh, So am I. Are you familiar with that show? Yes, I am. All right, we're tied up two to two. Good job, guys. All right, here we go. This is is a game changer right here, Chris. Um, I'm not going to sway your vote, but uh, how you go on this one could determine the rest of the game. TV catchphrases, Millennial Match Game. Will Millennial Chandler, 23 years young, know what TV show featured this amazingly famous catchphrase? Hey! 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 What do you think? Uh, God, she's got to know that. You say yes. Yeah. I mean, it transcends generations. I'll play it one more time for you, Chandler. Hey! Hey! Hey, it's the Fonz, right? That is the Fonz! How did you know that? Because I've watched a lot of that 70s show. Oh, all right. So (laughs) 70s show? Oh, maybe I shouldn't have said that. That that is not one of the answers coming (laughs) up to 70s shows. You're good. All right, good job, Chris. I did not think she would get that. Tim, uh, I'm going to give you a hint. There's no way in uh, holy hell she's going to get this next one. Um, Thanks for the vote of confidence. I appreciate that. (laughs) Will Millennial Chandler, Noah TV show famous, uh, feature this famous catchphrase? Book him, Dano. Book him, Dano. Book him, Dano. Book him, Dano. What do you think? I, I'm definitely gonna say no. Hells to the no, Chandler. Twenty dollars yeah. in my pocket if you right for you oh. right now if you guess this TV show. Seventies wow. TV show featured a bald actor. Can you play it for me one more time? Yeah, of course. Book him, Dana. Actually, I'm not sure if it uh, featured a bald actor. That might have okay. been a fake clue. Well, now I don't know what to say. <laughs> uh, said seventies TV show. Seventies TV oh, show. Um, the name of the show included a uh, state. A state's name is featured in the show. The state's name. Ooh. So there's Book 50 choices there. Yeah. Awesome. Perfect. What was the was it the state name was the name of the show? Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, we're going to say uh, uh we're going to say Give me a say, state. Throw a state out. Arkansas. <laughs> That's great. Can I guess for the twenty thousand mark? It's twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. What was it, Zach? It's Hawaii Five O. That is Hawaii Five O. You're exactly right. Tim gets the point. Millennial didn't know. All right, here we go. We're getting a little more recent now. Chris, will Millennial Chandler know what TV show had this famous catchphrase? Holy crap! Holy crap! Holy crap! Uh, that's really ambiguous. Uh, <laughs> uh. When in doubt, I'll say no. Yeah, that is that is ambiguous. That's a good word right there. Holy crap. Holy crap, Chandler. Do you know what TV show that's from? Holy crap, that name is familiar. Uh, or the voice is familiar. Uh, we're gonna say... I know Zach knows. He's looking at me like he's so I would not have gotten this. Don't don't feel bad. I would not have gotten okay, this. Okay. We're, we're, you know, when in doubt, go with friends. Yeah. It is uh, Everybody Loves Raymond. <laughs> oh, oh. Frank Barone, rest in peace. I would not have gotten that. All right, real quick. Uh, who's up, Deb Green? Is that? Uh, it's Tim's turn. Tim, here we go. Famous catchphrase. Will she know what TV show this is from? No soup for you. No soup for you. No soup for you. What do you think? Oh, my God. Uh, one of the classic lines. Yes. I'm going to still say... No, sir, for you. Uh, 
No. No soup for you. No soup for you. You say no. Chandler, no soup for you. Oh, what TV no, show is that from? Soup. Uh, <laughs> I've, <laughs> I've definitely heard that line before. I have no idea where. Uh, no soup for you. It's not Friends. Oh, dang it. Well, you know what? This TV show rode the coattails, or Friends rode the coattails of this TV show to great ratings. This show prominence. set up Friends. Yes. Much. Okay, okay. Yeah. It was the warm up act. I no love all you. of your hints. They're, they're so not helpful. We're, we're going to say, um, uh, I've suddenly forgotten every TV show that's ever existed. We're, we're going to say. You were going to say Seinfeld, because that yes, was the proper exactly. answer. Exactly. End that's of round two of Millennial Match Game brought to you by Rocco's European Garage. What's the score, Deb Green? Still tied up, 4-4. Four, 4-4, four. Four, four. we got a nail-biter. We'll be right back. It's the Mark Aram Show on WSB. Final round of Millennial Match Game brought to you, as always, by our buddies at Rocco's European Garage. What's the score and who's up, Deb Green? All right, we are tied at four apiece, and it is Chris's turn. All right, here we go, Chris. Will Millennial Chandler, cute as a button, 23 years old, oh, will she know what TV show featured this amazingly famous catchphrase? Excellent. 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 What do you think? I'm going to say yes. All right. Fingers crossed that you're right. Chandler, excellent. What TV show is that from? I'm so sorry to disappoint you. Uh, that That's going to be from... Excellent. The Simpsons. Uh, All right. Mr. Burns. Yeah. yeah, Mr. Burns. All right, here we go. Last one. Final TV uh, catchphrase. Will Millennial Chandler know what TV show that had this famous catchphrase? One more time. Absolutely marvelous. You look marvelous. You look marvelous. Will Millennial Chandler know? What do you think? Definitely no. Definitely no. I'm with you. Millennial Chandler. Yeah, no. We're uh, the first TV show that comes to my mind is going to be Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Good guess. Good guess. <laughs> but no, that is uh, Saturday Night Live. Oh, Billy Crystal. Oh, you look marvelous. Uh, final score, Deb Green. We had Chris with four and Tim with five. Doesn't matter. You're both winners on the Mark Aram Show. Tell them what they won, Vanna. You're going to go see Steve Martin and Martin Short at Chastain on September 19th. Oh, my goodness. That's a huge right. prize pack. So nice. hang on the line. Low T is going to get your uh, info. We're waiting to the president to speak next on coronavirus. It's the Mark Aram Show on WSB. 652, 65 degrees on Peachtree Street. Mark and the bananas with you for a full Two hours tonight till 8 p.m. Wow, it's been a busy couple of hours here. We heard live from President Trump. We heard live from Vice President Pence earlier this afternoon. We heard live from Governor Kemp all around the coronavirus, COVID-19. Uh, we'll continue to monitor the situation. Uh, the White House Coronavirus Task Force briefing continues. Uh, we'll gather more information and let you know as it uh, un in develops. And we pass along the info to you. I guess, Longoria, we can use the uh, coronavirus uh, sounder. You can find that for us. In the meantime, locally, the big uh, headline here, Deb Green, is that Fulton County schools are closed tomorrow. The entire system closed tomorrow because a teacher at a middle and uh, or maybe a middle and a high school kind of bounced between the two yeah, schools. Yeah, I think it's a middle and a high school. Has tested positive. So Fulton County schools, uh, if you're just joining us, closed tomorrow. Uh, March 10th, with additional closures being decided, three people in Fulton County, including a father and a son, uh, have been uh, impacted by coronavirus and diagnosed. Total, there are six total presumptive cases in the state, two in Fulton, one in Cherokee, two in Cobb, and one in Gwinnett, who recently traveled to Italy. But uh, I guess the, the big headline locally is 
that the schools are canceled in Fulton County. Never thought we'd see that a cancellation. Has this impacted you guys, Longoria, with the with the kids, uh, preschool, any of that stuff? No, no. We went to the movies and to the aquarium this weekend. And but I mean, like about. preschool stuff or no. whatever the kids are in now. No, I mean, because they're, they're usually wash their hands anyway. They make yeah. them wash their hands before they come in and stuff. So there's nothing different that we're doing. All right. But the schools aren't closed or anything no, like that. No, no. Not yeah. that we know of yet. It. Uh, I went to a baby shower yesterday. And it was it was amazing how different a baby shower is now in coronavirus days than it was just a couple of months ago. So we go there. It was a nice place in Oak Grove. And um, as soon as you walk in, there's two big things of uh, Purell to wipe your hands. Oh, yeah. And the, the rule was, so the woman is pregnant. She's like eight months pregnant, you know. And it was like, don't hug her, don't touch her, which is like the opposite of what, you know, like it chucks at your baby shower that you had at your fake house, your other yes, house, house, your summer house. Um, you didn't have anything like that. There was no Purell no. out. There was, you know, I no. gave your hot neighbor wife as many hugs as I wanted. That yeah. was culturally appropriate. Baby I didn't want to step around. Yeah. Great. Um, but this was, uh, this was like all hands off. Like, I don't, I get it. Like if you're eight months pregnant, you do not want to get this thing. Don't so, you just cancel at that point then? If you're going to make people, no, it was fine. I mean, it was good. Was it? Okay. Yeah, it was great. I, that seems like... It was a good time. It was just a lot of that elbow oh, bumping geez, thing. Um, I'm okay with that. Can we go to... Let's let's just nod. Can we not even touch... We're going to do the bow. Just bow. I, that'd yeah. be fine. Curtsy. I the don't Japanese care. The bow. elbow thing is just dumb. I want to see you curtsy. Come on. <laughs> Can we get a social media video? <laughs> oh, please. You and Longoria curtsying. What are you throwing me in on this? I didn't tell what to do. No, he'll curtsy to you, Longoria. Oh, okay. I don't even know how to do it. I don't even know what that is. They don't have those in square dances they do in Montana? I didn't. I was not a square dancer. I had it. I took line dancing, none of that. In Connecticut, in gym class, we had square dancing class. Did you really? Yeah, it was read. Actually, as a kid, I didn't mind it because I got to hold hands with Erica Mustard. Erica Mustard. She was so cute. That was so, her name? Yeah, Erica Mustard. Um, so it was like, I actually dug it. It was like second grade. I'm like, oh, I might be, maybe I'll get hand to hold hands with Erica Mustard. Um, <laughs> instead, I got paired up with Jim Tripodi. <laughs> so, yeah, there's too many dudes in the class. So I got, I did. So you had <laughs> With Jim Tripodi and not Erica Mustard. Jim Tripodi, who ate sardine sandwiches for lunch. Oh, he did not. Yeah, in second grade. So that that was my square dancing experience. Hey, maybe if uh, I had been paired up with Erica Mustard, I might have had a brilliant square dancing career. You might have. Uh, speaking of careers, if you've got a 401k, oh, the news not good again today. But don't worry, uh, Money Matters host Wes Moss will join us live after the news. We'll talk more about coronavirus. What do you know? Someone got shot and killed at Lenox Mall over the weekend. We'll talk about that. And uh, Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review. 404 872 750 1-800-WSB Talk on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. It's the Mark Aram Show on WSB. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I run this town to be near you. Welcome back to the show and a good Monday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there at 708, eight minutes after seven o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. My whole family here today, Deborah Green, the executive producer of the program, Longoria, the once stoic Eskimo on the other side of the takeout <laughs> window, 
and uh, Low T Chuck screens your calls. Coming up in 30 minutes, Johnny Kilbasa will uh, join us with a uh, fast food review. Some more coronavirus nuggets, Longoria. Again, uh, let me hear. There we go. Coronavirus. COVID-19. Coronavirus, COVID-19. Again, the big local story is Fulton County schools are closed tomorrow. Here's one, Deb. I don't know if you saw this. Uh, breaking out of the nation's capital in D.C., a D.C. priest has coronavirus. Uh, he offered communion and shook hands with more than 500 worshipers last week and on February 24th. All worshipers who visited the Christ Church in Georgetown must self-quarantine church. That particular church canceled for the first time since the 1800s. Yeah, I don't know, maybe <laughs> uh, in, in the Lenten period. That's, that's, that's a big deal right that now. That is yeah. a big deal. And uh, this also, uh, the head of the New York and New Jersey Port Authority tests positive for coronavirus. Le Charles Thomas III from the Revenant.com, our uh, political insider. Some uh, some <laughs> some big politicians also now self-quarantine. What can you tell us there, Chuck? Yeah, uh, Cruz is on the Ted tail. Cruz. Ted Cruz. We're not friends with him uh, like you. I have no, to use his I, full I name. Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz. The Senator. Senator. Senator yes, Ted Cruz. there you go. Um, he's on the back end. He met somebody at CPAC, so he's just going to stay in Texas for a couple extra days to clear the 14-day yeah. incubation. Matt, was it Getz? Getz from Getz, Florida, Gertz, who was whatever. mocking a, it four days ago. That guy's a clown. Is now self-quarantined. Yes, he is self-quarantined. Again, I don't think this was back at yeah, CPAC. Yeah, all CPAC so stuff. On, yeah. yeah. And then uh, Doug Collins. Yeah, our, our that, local congressman. Yeah, I didn't know that one yeah. a little while ago. So he shot again at CPAC. Sure but can, here's yeah. the thing with Collins. He interacted with the president and the yes. vice president the other day on Friday yeah. when I got stuck in traffic. And someone stole my lemon cookies. Uh, wow. That while while that theft was going on, Can we figure that out yet? Yeah, yeah, we'll okay. we'll update later. Oh, on. Okay, great. Uh, but yeah, so all the self quarantine going on uh, for you, the biggest impact might again be your four hundred one k. Joining us live in studio, host of Money Matters, our money expert is uh, Wes Moss. Wes, thanks for coming in again, my friend. You might as well just sleep on the cot in my uh, in my office because you're going to be on call for a while now. Well, we've I've been on call for a while, and I'm here to try to. You know, try to help people through this because it's a tough day. Today was a really tough day in markets. How tough was it? What did the market close at and, and how big yeah, a drop was it? Down 2,000 points on the Dow. Uh, probably even a bigger impact and a, a part of the reason that stocks fell so much. Oil prices dropped mm -hmm. over 20, I'll call it 25% today in wow. one day. Here we are in 2020. Oil prices for the year, Mark, have dropped about 50%, 50% for oil prices. And people listening might be like, that's great. Gas is going to be under $2 a gallon, but it, it really isn't that great, right? I mean, it's great for our pump, but that's about it. I think it, it, it where we are today, I think it is certainly bad if you're mm -hmm. an oil company and you're a fracker, let's say, yeah. and you're and it costs you 40 bucks to pull oil out of the ground. If you're selling for $20, it's not that's bad. Yeah. And if you're levered and you have, meaning if you have debt... That's going to be rough on these oil companies. Now, it doesn't happen overnight. Mm -hmm. So I think in this smaller period of time, let's call it over the next couple of months, the added money back into our wallets, okay. into our paycheck, uh, because we, we're spending less on fuel, is actually economically stimulative, and it's a good thing. Okay. The, the other thing that's happened, which is fascinating, we have, we have really kind of one for the record books. Not only are oil prices, and I don't know if we go sub $1 per gallon, which would be amazing. Yeah. We probably are going to look at something like a dollar fifty on gas, mm -hmm. which is when was the last time that happened? So gas is cheaper, but then interest rates because a 
The Fed has lowered interest rates. Again. It doesn't cure the virus, obviously, sure. but it's to help stimulate the economy. The Fed has lowered interest rates, and then because investors have been buying up bonds for safety, mm-hmm. prices go up, in, interest rates go down. So now mortgage rates, as of today, again, another first, for all-time low. I got a refi. And if you talk to mortgage folks today, any mm-hmm. any mortgage company out there, their phones are ringing off the hook yeah. because people want to refinance. And that, again, what does that do? It saves you money. So we're going to go, we have some cross currents that are negative with coronavirus, mm-hmm. obviously. And then we have some cross currents that are actually decidedly positive. They probably won't offset completely in the next quarter or even two, but it's a big help. Wes Moss, host of Money Matters, joining us on the Mark Aram Show. Going back to the oil prices, um, part of this, a lot of this hasn't, has nothing to do with coronavirus, right? It's it's the Saudis and the Russians uh, playing a game of chicken, right? And they couldn't come to an agreement on uh, what to do with oil, so the Saudis decided to flood the market. Did I hear that right? Basically, because there's a demand shock, meaning that there's less people, less gas needed yeah. because there's going to be less. Jet fuel is a big part of the oil market, obviously. So lower flights, less travel means lower demand. So oil prices were already falling, already falling. So what the Saudis said is they, hey, let's cut production. They went to Russia. So Saudi Arabia was just basically OPEC, went to Russia and said, hey, let's lower our output, meaning less supply, so we can keep prices higher. Russia said, I don't want to do it. And we know that the U.S. has a, a big oil industry now, very unlike 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, why don't we why don't we cram this down on the United States and really hurt them for the sanctions that we've given them over mm-hmm. the years? And they said no. We we want to full full steam ahead. We can we can deal with low oil prices here in Russia. So now all of a sudden not only do you have a demand shock, so there's lower demand for oil. Now we flooded the market with supply, so it's it's a double whammy. And it's and that's why I don't know if we've ever seen oil drop this much in one day. I got a very reassuring email from you and the folks at uh, Capital Investment Advisors today breaking down what is going on. I, I thought that was very cool and very proactive of you, of you. For folks that that aren't investing with Capital Investment Advisors, if you can give it like a nutshell uh, version of, of what you are telling the folks, your clients in this uh, turbulent time. Yeah, I think number one, diversification is kind of a ho-hum word. And when everything's going great and Apple's up 10% a week, nobody wants to do diversification. But now I look at the last month or so where we've really had markets in turmoil, and I think about who's really comfortable. People are comfortable if they have a really nice diversification where you have stocks, let's say, mm-hmm. on one side, but then there's the safety assets like we talked about bonds, bonds earlier have been doing really well. So the balance is key. Number two, I, I'm talking about today with our with our families that we work with, the corrections just happen all the time. And every time we have a bear market like this, it's because we face a brand new problem and it seems scary because we haven't solved it yet. And number three, we do recover. Now, it doesn't mean we recover overnight. This, these corrections can recover in three months, six months, could take a year, but they do eventually recover. And that's a great thing about America, particularly here in America. We always, we figure out a way to work the problem. And then the last thing I sent out today that I, I quite frankly, personally feel reassuring and picture is worth a thousand words. If you go back and look at a chart of the S&P 500 and the bond market, let's mm-hmm. say, and go all the way back to right before the financial crisis started, so March of 2007, and you look at a long-term chart, the last 12, 13 years, it's really reassuring because even though you see the big dip of the financial crisis, you realize that even with after the 20% drop that we've just had in two, three weeks, the S&P 500 is still up about 180%. And bonds, which are there to, for totally sleep well at night, 
are up about 80% over that period of time. So we've just got to get some perspective, zoom out and say, look, this will pass and we've got to be able to get through this and we will. Wes Moss from uh, Money Matters joining us on the Mark Aram Show. Uh, we heard from the president, and the vice president, the governor today. Obviously, uh, this is the top story nationally and internationally. Business-wise, though, possibly we heard something about uh, the Small Business Administration, uh, maybe uh, some sort of help to the airline industries. Is there anything the government can do or should do to maybe lessen the the impact of this financial situation we're in i think every branch of government every uh, whether it's the public health system whether it's the sba for small business or whether again you can call it, look at the federal reserve and even what the president and and president pence talked about tonight which is potentially helping workers who may have to not be at work and, and let's say be it hourly how do they still get paid we might have a t- payroll tax cut that's more money in everybody's pocket so I think all of these items can help a little bit. None of them are a silver bullet put mm-hmm. together. I think they can actually be really helpful. Because here's the key. If we can avoid a recession, and a recession is really bad, meaning that it, you've got to have a really rough economy for two quarters. That's six straight months. Mm-hmm. If we can get out of this with only, let's say, one down quarter, which is still very possible to do, then we emerge from this, what today feels like a crisis and a panic. We emerge from this in several months uh, and, the, and the sun will come out and the economy will get better. And all these little things along the way, fiscal response, policy response, Federal Reserve, uh, all can really help make it kind of lessen the blow of what we know the economy is going to take a little bit of a hit because we're going to spend a little bit less for a little while. I know you've been talking to a lot of folks in the industry, the healthcare industry and the financial industry Um, locally. Fulton County schools closed tomorrow, getting more anecdotal uh, issues and cases of coronavirus. Do you have an idea of when this is going to be peak bad? Like, uh, you know, are we are we two weeks away? Are we two months away from this really hitting its uh, this crux and then finally getting some recovery. Do we have any idea of the timeline? There's a really cool chart. So I've spent a lot of time with the doc, with the infectious disease doctors on the phone f- from Johns Hopkins University mm-hmm. talking this through. Nobody really knows when this peaks. However, y- if you go back in the course of history, you'll see there's an interesting chart that was published a couple of years ago before all of this happened that shows that a, a difference between St. Louis, and this is back with the Spanish flu, St. Louis and Philadelphia. Philadelphia chose to throw a giant, massive parade in Philadelphia. St. Louis decided to cancel theirs uh, at the outbreak of the Spanish flu. And it's an amazing chart that shows that Philadelphia cases really spiked and St. Louis didn't. They ultimately ended up with the same ca- amount of cases over the over the course of the year, but it was less pressure to the hospital system at one point. And I think that's a key here. Where does this get peak bad? It could be April, it could be May, and there is some real truth behind the seasonality of warm weather. If nothing else, but this, they, the CDC will call this discongregation, meaning that instead, and I think of it, it's basketball season, and my kids played basketball, and there's all these parents in a little gym, versus now on the soccer field or baseball oh, we're outside. field, everybody's outside. Longoria is a swim dad. Be careful at swim practice. Uh, he is Wes Moss. He's the host of Money Matters. You hear it here on WSB Radio. He's on Twitter at WestMoss365. Again, my friend, thanks for coming in at a moment's notice. And we're going to be tapping your intellect resources throughout this coronavirus scare. Uh, we'll be right back with your calls. 404-872-0750. The Mark Aram Show on WSB. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. 
Bomb stick, Billy, bomb stick. You know what's so funny, Longoria? I was about to text you to put this uh, <laughs> bed in the system. We already have it. We already have it. Uh, coronavirus updates continue uh, throughout the evening and the very latest tomorrow morning on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade. Paul joins us in Gainesville, Georgia. Paul, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you, sir? Hey, Mark. I'm doing good. Thanks. And uh, I apologize if y'all have already talked about this because I just got in my car. But... Um, one of the things, and I know, and you brought Wes Moss on a couple times, great input and all that from him. I, what I don't understand is I hear so much talk about people who are afraid of their 401ks, they're worried about it, and it seems to me that the number of people who would actually need to be taking money out of their 401k, like right now, would be a very, very small percentage of people. And if you don't touch it, you don't lose anything. I mean, I none of us lost a penny in 2008 if Correct. we didn't touch it. If Correct. we didn't touch it, and we that's, lost nothing. Well, I guess it all depends on where you are in life. So I'm 46. Right. It, it doesn't impact me at all. Um, right. It doesn't make me feel good to know that I lost, you know, 25% of my 401k. But unless you are planning to retire soon, it doesn't impact you. And if you're planning to retire soon, you should have, you know, shifted a lot of those investments to something a little more stable than exactly. the stock market. Exactly. And even even if you are, I was thinking about even if you are planning to retire soon and you didn't do that, you know, if you're if you've planned for 20, 25 years of retirement, you don't need to take it all out this year. Correct. Even if you take out some at a loss, the vast majority of what you've got in your 401k is going to be there five years, six years, eight years, 10 years from now when all of this is a distant memory. That being said, Paul, uh, it's a great call. That being said, can I borrow $40,000? What do you mean? (laughs) I'm just just playing, man. I'm just kidding around. I'm just kidding around. (laughs) I'm just kidding around. Yeah. I mean, if you said yes, I would have been jumped all over it. The long pause on his side was fantastic. What do you mean? Uh, that was that was a very good call. Seriously, Paul, though, thank you for the interesting uh, perspective there. When we come back, Johnny Kilboss with a faster review. And, oh, what do you know? Someone shot and killed Atlantic Small. Who to thunk it? 404-872-0750. Outside of Atlanta, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Uh, I, by the way, someone asked on Twitter if I got to work on time today. Yes, two hours early. I got here. My, my two-hour trip on Friday with the president uh, was 16 minutes today. That's what it should have been. News, weather, and traffic next. It's the Mark Aram Show. Hey, this is Anderson Cooper, and you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. Longoria, if you don't mind, stop the music here. Just just turn this music off, because I uh, neglected to lead the show with what I should have led the show with. I led with coronavirus, but I should have led with uh, Longoria's birthday. Happy belated birthday, my friend. Oh, thank you. Uh, you don't have to stop music for that. No, no. It's, that was. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually sick of that song. I'm thinking about killing that song. Wow. Yeah. It yeah. just takes too long. Like, yeah. I want... Yeah. I want to get to the quicker. Well, it was nice when we were killing time at ten to midnight. <laughs> but now, but now, but now I've now, actually now, got now people that are listening, that. and we're yeah. yeah. I'm thinking that. What do you think, Debra? You're the executive producer of the show. Should we kill that uh, that song? Maybe make it a special occasion or something. Yeah, but yeah. I'm all about the shorter ins and outs. Yeah. Of the show. All right. So, so what about the other two specific songs yeah. that we play? Yeah. Kill well, those two. Yeah. The Thursday day song. by day basis. Oh, the Thursday song. Yeah. Let's get rid of that one. <laughs> I don't know. I like the I like the Thursday song because it's only once a week. That's true. But I do like the uh, ox and the camel and the kangaroo. That's kind of quicker, so we can get we can keep that one. Anyway, happy belated birthday! Did you oh, do anything fun you. for your birthday? I um, went to the movies with the girls and then went to the aquarium. You didn't go to the movies at Lenox Mall, did you? I did not. I right. to go see um, Park Point. I don't care what you okay. saw. Yeah. I, I really don't. I just wanted <laughs> I to do a segue to Lenox Mall. Okay. I just used your birthday as a segue to Lenox Mall. Joining us live, who's covering the breaking news from Lenox Mall, our buddy from Channel Two Action News, Audrey Washington, joins us on the show. Hey, Audrey, what's going on? Hi, 
how you doing? Um, shocked, stunned, uh, flabbergasted. Another shooting at Atlantic Mall. Sadly, this one's fatal. You were on the yeah. scene yesterday uh, when it when it all went down, or you weren't there when it went down, but at the aftermath. What happened if folks uh, missed the story? Well, this was the fourth shooting in so many months. Uh, we were the first station there, and I got to tell you, when we got on scene, we saw basically chaos. A lot of people standing around a large police presence. According to Atlanta police right now, it appears that uh, some young men got into an argument with another man and another passenger that was in that man's car. Uh, It was all over a parking spot. Uh, They got into the mall. Somehow or another, once they were in the mall or exiting the mall, they got into another argument that escalated and someone shot the man, the other man, twice in the head and left him there on the ground. Unbelievable. I saw a video, a picture on social media of the of the deceased on the ground, just on the, yeah. on his back. This all started over a parking spot, which seems yeah. so ridiculous. I know parking sucks at Lenox Mall. I get it. I've had I've gotten road rage in that parking lot. But to to lose your life over a parking spot is crazy. What do we know as as far as suspects, Audrey? So right now, this is the interesting thing. They did detain a man yesterday um, and spoke with him in the back of the patrol car. That was as of yesterday. But they made a note, Atlanta police, uh, of saying that this is not necessarily the shooter. We are still investigating. So then this morning, they let us know that that person that they detained at the scene um, has been released and not charged. Now they are looking for three other people. So they say three other people ran from the scene. Uh, just this afternoon, they released uh, some pictures of persons of interest. They are not calling them suspects, but persons of interest in this case. They are also not uh, releasing the name of the victim in this case until uh, his family out of town are notified. But again, they still say that this appears right now to all be over a parking spot dispute. Finishing up with Audrey Washington from Channel 2 Action News covering the deadly shooting at Lenox Mall yesterday. Lenox Mall, Atlanta police, they I mean, they've just got to throw their hands up in the air at this point. What are they saying about this whole situation? Well, I, I also want to make this, this note, uh, Mark. They did say, listen, we have ramped up um, security here. We have ramped up resources here. Uh, I spoke with them, you know, both on camera and off camera, and they told me, like, listen, we are out here. We are patrolling this mall. It is safe here. But this was out of our hands. This was something that happened in a parking lot. You know, we did the best we could. Uh, But they do want to reiterate that the mall is safe, that there are uh, uh, patrol officers right there in the parking lot through the mall. They are making sure everyone is safe. But, again, they said that this was something out of their hands. They could not anticipate an argument over a parking spot ending with one man dead. Audrey Washington from Channel 2. Please follow her on Twitter at Audrey WSB TV. Thanks as always, my friend. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you, Mark. Take care. Chuck, you said uh, you had a conversation with your wife, and that's it for her, right? She's oh, done. Oh, she said absolutely not. She's never going back there. I've only, she wasn't joking. I've I've been to, I mean, I've gone less and less frequently to the mall over the years. Uh, I used to go, f- not regularly, but, you know, pretty often. That was m- the main mall where mm-hmm. I lived. Um and now the only time I've been going in recent years was go to Macy's yeah. to get the the moisturizer that I use on my face before I put my makeup on <laughs> right. and makeup. 
Yeah. But now I get all that stuff online, yeah. so I don't do that. So literally the only reason I, I go to Lenox Mall now, and I will continue to go to Lenox Mall, simply for Cousin's Lobster. You get did the, say that. The lobster roll and the fried clams, uh, unless Deb can arrange them to bring it to the station every day. You know they every have one day. in Marietta. Yeah, I know. That's far, It's a lot safer. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's a, lot, safer. <laughs> a lot safer. Allegedly. Well, Speaking of food, Deb, we had some great uh, Israeli street food today. Yeah, Rena came in and brought some birthday falafels for Andrew. Birthday falafels. Birthday falafels. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice. Speaking of food, 404-872-0751-800, WSB Talk. And now, see him. <laughs> on the Mark Aram Show, he's on a secret hotline. For the fast food review, uh, joining us live on the greasy, salty hotline from parts unknown, height unknown. Wait, we do not want to know. This is Mark Aram doing a horrible Israeli accent with Johnny Kilbasa and the fast food review. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing great. I thought that was your Max von Sydow accent. Oh, so rest in peace. Brewmeister. Rest yes, in man. peace. I know. Strange. The Brewmeister from Strange Brew. Rest in peace to Max von. Is it Sydow? Sado? How do you pronounce Max von? Yeah, well, it depends if you're from Israel or Canada <laughs> or somewhere. <laughs> uh, anywho, Johnny, uh, what's on the menu yeah. tonight, my good buddy? Mark, one of our favorite things is back at Arby's brown sugar bacon a sweeter take on the bacon that you is not Applewood smoke down there at Arby's Mark. And as you know, whenever Arby's rolls something out for their sandwiches, they like to put it on every sandwich that they can find. And they're backing up the King's Hawaiian truck for this stuff there. So now you got your King's Hawaiian brown sugar bacon and roast beef. You got your King's Hawaiian brown sugar bacon BLT. You got your King's Hawaiian brown sugar bacon and turkey. And then of course, Throw them all in there at once. The King's Hawaiian Half Pound Club, Mark. So take about any combination of meats that you want. Pick out if you want mayonnaise or a Dijon spread. Throw some lettuce and tomato on there, and then pick your poison. And if you can't decide between the turkey or the BLT or the or the bacon or the roast beef, put them all on there, call it a half-pound club, and get yourself down the road. What I love about Arby's is they don't rest on their laurels, right? I mean, they they, they, don't. they keep pushing the envelope, and they, they're not afraid to uh, poke fun at McDonald's with their fish sandwich commercial. You saw that? Um, Great commercial. By yeah. the way, I got a, a fast food review from Jay Black on two fish sandwiches. Uh, the first one, Arby's, said, this is my Jay Black now. This is not Israeli Jay Black. This is regular Jay Black. Good. Very good. That was his uh, fish sandwich review from Arby's. And not really a review, but he did let me know that the uh, wa- the Howell Mill Chick-fil-A does have the fish sandwich. He's I, I can confirm. I can Yay! confirm they have it. So there you go. That's Jay, breaking news. Jay Black doing the, uh, the road work for you there, Johnny Kielbasa. Much like uh, Rocky Balboa. He's out on the streets before Atlanta's morning news just running around for to fast food and establishments. And chasing chickens and fish sandwiches. Exactly right. Exactly. I had a food, I had a food thing. Oh, by the way, I uh, this has nothing to do with fast food. I uh, used three public facilities inside of 24 hours this weekend. <laughs> That's got to be some sort of right? record. Yeah. So shout out to the Publix on Cheshire Bridge Road. Oh, not public facilities, but public facilities. No, no, public. Oh. I, the first one what was a public. Oh, okay. Cheshire okay. Bridge Road. Second one was the CVS near the CDC. Okay. I went in that. Yeah. It's kind of under renovation. And the third one was 
The third one. Oh, uh, when I went to see the comic on Saturday at the uh, Highland Inn. Yeah. So three inside. That wasn't even 24 hours. Like 16 hours. No, (laughs) one day. 12 hours. In 12 hours, I went to three public restrooms. I just wanted to let you know, Johnny. From... Mall shootings to <laughs> sugar bacon to public facilities. You get it all here on the Mark Arab Show, everybody. There you go. Johnny Kielbasa, we appreciate you as always. And? If the cholesterol is high, baby, so am I. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram. And listen to the Sausage Hut Podcast on any pod app or johnnykielbasa.com. All things Kielbasa on johnnykielbasa.com. Appreciate you, bruh. Anytime, bro. Uh, 404-872-0750. Richard's in Kennesaw, Georgia. Richard, welcome to the program. How are you, my friend? Doing good. How about you? Excellent. What's cooking? I got a question. I want to follow up on Paul's comments that just called last about this uh, economy and everything. That uh, I want you to ask Wes Moss a question of what's uh, this looks like a buying opportunity to me. So, what can he recommend uh, how to pick out something to buy with this big drop of the market? Well, just from my uh, bathroom experiences this weekend, I would buy Publix and CVS stock because <laughs> they, they, they were doing booming business. Uh, you know, it's so funny. I was thinking about this because uh, there's a Clorox factory in Clayton County that apparently is is booming now. Like they're amp- they're amping up production, whatever. And like the pure, the maker of Purell, like all that stuff. And I, I almost wanted to like kind of work the market, Richard, and maybe you can jump on board with this to me. And maybe start a fake rumor, be like, oh, it's weird. The only thing uh, that survives coronavirus, but it also carries it, is cockroaches, right? And just start spreading that rumor, like cockroaches are carriers. And then before you announce that, buy stock and raid, you know? <laughs> and like, sure you go to jail for stuff because, like that. So yeah. before, before I and people po- could just step on them in that buy after raid. I, uh, after I pooped at Publix and CVS, I walked, I walked around God. to see uh, what was going on with the hand sanitizer, and they're all gone. Oh. Yeah. But I, but I looked to the other aisle, and all the raid cans were still there. So I had this idea. I'm like, well, if we start a rumor that cockroaches carry the coronavirus, then raid. I'm like, oh, this could be a. So there you go. I don't know, Richard. You want to jump on board with that, Amir? Or... <laughs> I know. I don't, don't want to get to jail. I'm, uh, <laughs> hang up. <laughs> yeah, I, was, yeah, I don't think but, we can go to jail for I that. Need, I do need to ask you a question. Yeah, Mark, buddy, why go ahead. Why makeup? That Because uh, I do television in the morning on uh, Channel so Two. They- they don't pay for your makeup for you? No, no. For 22 years, I've been buying my own makeup. Here's the deal. In, in honestly, in fairness to Channel 2, they will do my makeup for me, but I'd have to come in an hour earlier to get it done. Well, I get it then. So whatever the... They uh, buy you that sleep. Yeah, so Soft Honey uh, from whatever, Maybelline. Like it's like no, that's te- the name of it. Yeah, soft honey. I thought somebody named soft honey put it on you. That's the name of my makeup. I think it's Maybelline. Cover girl, cover girl, soft honey. It's like eight bucks. Information for me. It's like eight bucks every two weeks. I go through one of those. Wow. Every two weeks. Well, I have to kick. Look at this Good face. Lord. I got to kick a lot of it on. Um, but that's worth an hour sleep a day is not worth you know sixteen bucks a, a month. So yeah, they they would pay for it, but I I much prefer my sleep. Uh, real quick, Richard, you want to lend me forty grand since. Uh, Paul didn't uh, I'll bail, but you won't like my interest rate. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it, buddy. Thank you. Uh, you know what? Well, I'm, I'm sure we're going to have Wes Moss on very soon, and we can ask him about uh, buying opportunities. You know what I'm going to buy stock in? Russ in Gainesville. If that's that's an initial public offering I want a piece of, he'll join us next on the Mark Aram Show on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. We'll be right back on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. 
Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Final segment of the broadcast tomorrow. Little Sanjay will join us with a Would You Rather. Russ, our buddy in Gainesville. Russ, come here a minute. I want to talk to you. Welcome to the program, Russell. How are you, my friend? Hey, thank you. Um, just quickly, um, I would lose that song. You don't like that the song? That is what I called about, but I don't really like that song. No? No. All right. Well, there you go. Russ, uh, as associate producer, assistant to the uh, <laughs> regional manager, Russ from Gainesville. Assistant to the traveling secretary. Assistant to the traveling secretary, Russ says no. Uh, Russ, I got a bevy of emails uh, from you this weekend. A marriage proposal on tap? What's going on? What's the latest, buddy? Yeah, yeah I did. And, um, and this girl, I gave her a, a golden lock. I think I sent you a picture of it. And she said, well, where's my ring? I thought the lock was cool. You know, it's on a chain, mm-hmm. kind of a symbol. Yeah. You know. I, don't, I think if if you're proposing, though, you need to give a ring, not a golden lock. Where did the golden lock come from? The pawn shop, I'm assuming, right? Is it just some random no. person's hair? <laughs> no, it's no a, I think it's an actual it lock. It was actually a dress for. I thought a lock of hair. Where did you get it, Russ? <laughs> Creeper. <laughs> get it out of a drain? <laughs> Where, where did you buy the golden lock? I can't remember the name. It was a dress store because actually I asked her to marry machine me. at the exit of <laughs> the, the gum uh, machine. Of the little so she said no, though. No, no to the proposal. No, she didn't say no, but she said where's the ring. All right. Yeah. Uh, any so, any impact coronavirus-wise in your neck of the woods? Have you changed your schedule at all? No, you know what? I'm not even thinking about that. I never get sick, and uh, I, I'm not even worried about that, really. You wash your hands uh, frequently, Russ? I wash my hands now more than I was just because they yeah. say to, but, you know, I don't, I don't really ever get sick, so I don't worry about stuff like that. Protection? Oh. You using protection? Hey, lady! Another awkward <laughs> silence? That's a no. Oh, Russ. Oh, oh Russ. Russ. <laughs> Uh, be careful out there, my friend. Be careful out there. Uh, Russ, we are on tomorrow, but uh, Wednesday, no show. No show because Georgia Bulldog basketball at 6.30. And I think from 6 to 6.30, they're going to do a special coronavirus show with conservative Viking. 4 to 6.30. Actually, 4 4 to 6.30. Conservative Viking and uh, Clark Howard. Speaking of conservative Viking, how excited are you that he didn't uh, drag you along to CPAC this year? Ah, I'm so glad. You'd be self-quarantined anyway. Yes. Yeah. All right. So, uh, So that's it. That's the end of the show. Uh, the lemon cookies, by the way. Oh, yeah. Lemon cookies. Uh, I came in the traffic center this morning. There was a fresh box there from Veronica Harrell, uh, who originally bought me the lemon cookies, right. then then stole them, and then replenished them today. So I got a social media video I'll post tomorrow about the lemon cookies, but it was Veronica Harrell the whole time. Not Steve Winslow. Wow. Not Buford. Not the old web girl that stole all the hot dogs. Star of the show, star of the show, star of the show. Wes Moss. Wes Moss actually came in studio for us again. He's getting tired of us, but uh, he gets started the show. We'll continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram, Facebook Mark Aram WSB. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.